Hello, everyone. I'm Kennedy. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemaker Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dancers to Rise podcast. For those who doesn't know me, I am Vasilis, and with me is Kennedy. Hello. So if you haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, you may have noticed that we are featuring guests from several different subjects, from technology to art. Previously, we talked to rap artist Tao G. Today, we want to extend the independent artist subject. This is why in the studio today, we have Efro, a student and independent artist. She released her first single in early October on Spotify, and in only 24 hours, she raised more than 2K listens. Today's episode is all about the journey of an independent artist and the steps that you need to follow. Efra, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Would you like to share with us some insights um, on your first single, I Dreamt I Had a Girlfriend? Yes, of course. I mean, it's pretty much, uh, I would say, a bedroom pop song. And uh, it was, I don't know, it has guitar on it, bass keys and some drums and tambourine and I think uh, it was made like two years ago and has been in the studio like with my producer making it like this past few months like 10 months so it has been had you have you like did you like always like have you written songs before but this is only the first one you were kind of serious about and wanted to actually produce and release uh i have written a few songs yes before that but i i have a few other songs ready but this one felt like the right introduction as for me as an artist it felt like an intro song i don't know so yeah so i i was wondering how did you decide to get started as an independent artist does your studies major connect with music somehow? Uh, yes, uh, I am studying songwriting, actually. Uh, mm. I'm in my second year of the bachelor degree, but before that I did a diploma in songwriting as well. So, and it has to do with music business, a bit music production as well, and generally like how the industry works. So yeah, it's related and that's good. I'm glad that the whole, like, there's a whole education on actual music business, too, um, to go along with, to go along with the degree. Um, so what is kind of the process of preparing a single, like, from start to finish? Like, obviously, you, you know, you write the song, but then, like, how, what's next after that? Like, what really goes into it? Oh, uh, a lot of like sending it to friends, like to get some kind of feedback, maybe like what to work on, get like get their reactions and see if it needs something to be changed, something to be added. 
all that. Okay. Yeah, and maybe discuss it with like the person that's producing my songs, see if he has any ideas, all that. A lot of people, like the opinion of a lot of people is as many people, then the better. Okay, so it's kind of like, you kind of have like a focus group for your song or like you send it out, get critiques. Um, but your producer, how did you find your producer? Was it a connection you already had or was it like you looked online or? No, I didn't know him, but I posted that like, I made a post on my university's uh, Facebook group and uh, sending like what artists I'm trying to sound like, what are my influences and what's the goal, what's the project I'm looking to work on. And he mm -hmm. kind of messaged me he had just graduated from my uni the year before on music production. So, yeah, he was really nice, friendly, and understanding of what I'm trying to uh, bring out in the world. This is great. Um, well, I was wondering also, like, I am the producer of this podcast and production manager as well, which means that I am the person who controls the final, you know, how the episode will sound, what's the sentiment that we want to include, the music, things like that. But what's the work of your, you know, production, uh, production manager? Like, how he helped you uh, onto the production of the song? Well, I, at first I sent him, like, a demo of just me and the guitar, like, singing yeah. and the guitar playing, which wasn't the best, like, production-wise quality. And then... Uh, I also played it in my uni life for a class workshop. So I got a live band for that. And I managed to record that so I can have some references for how the drums would like to sound like, the keys, the bass, all that. So I just sent him that and he tried to kind of recreate that, those sounds. And with his own touch, of course, because I think music production is in a way an art form as well. So yeah. then he sent it back to me. I gave him some feedback, worked on it again, all that. So this, is, this was this back and forth trial and error process. Yes. So we have a question that we receive a lot when we're talking about music production. Do you really need a professional gig to get started? Like, what did you use? What do you think? From your experience, it's great. Like, do you need a, an expensive microphone? I mean... What do you think? Uh, I don't think so, because like many, like personally, I just have a budget microphone. It's not the best out there, but it does it the work. It's a pretty standard. And uh, we can see that you, you had an episode, you had a, a song out at Spotify with great quality, I could say. Yes, yes. And uh, I also have a, an audio interface, so I can like record my demos and all that connected with the instruments. Uh, I don't think so. Like, you can do everything on your phone as well. Sometimes the more, like, lo-fi vibe is what you're looking for, and that can be done perfectly on a phone as well. For the demo, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I see. Like, if Steve Lacey, a lot of the work he has produced, he started doing it on his iPad or iPhone, I'm not sure, like, using GarageBand, and that was it. Yeah, Billy Eilish does the same thing, I, I I think. I have seen a video explaining that she starts with the lyrics 
onto a note tab and then goes to the recording app doing some you know vocals demos and once she has you know an idea like you said she sends that for a bit feedback to back to the producer her yeah. brother in that case yeah i mean yeah. if there is a will there is a way so mm-hmm. i see so this is a question for our technology needs listeners Nowadays, streaming platforms have dominated the music industry. With the new technologies coming out every year, sound quality and standards are changing constantly. And for the production of your single, which software did you use? Uh, I think it was Pro Tools. <laughs> I think so. It's Yeah, that's, I would say Pro Tools. Yeah, yeah. So you recorded the uh, the audio files and instruments with your recording uh, software, and then you sent it back to the producer so that he could mix that with like to the whole file and did this uh, trial process. I I recorded just the demos on my like my own kind of home studio, not that like mm-hmm. special, but and then I went over to like his home studio. So she would help, like, make sure everything is actually on time, like the volumes are okay, the gain and everything. But, yeah, I, yeah. All right. So, Efro, I was kind of wondering, what are, like, some of the challenges you feel like uh, you face as an independent artist? Oh, there's so much stress around that. Like, you have to do everything. Like stress? Yes, stress. That's <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, you practically have to be your own manager. You have to be your number one fan. Like, you have to convince other people to listen to your music, even if they are your friends. Like, you just kind of, like, have yeah. to remind them, oh, don't forget to stream my song, add it to your playlist, share it with your like other people you think might enjoy it and all that. Which I guess it makes you like feel like you're annoying them, but you have to do it. But, yeah. But it's okay. It's part of the all the independent artist thing. And I think just yeah, doubting yourself, like, oh so like why did not I why didn't I get famous overnight? Like you hear all these stories <laughs> like, <laughs> with Billie Eilish, she right. released Ocean Eyes and then boom. <laughs> but you know, no, you have to trust the process and it will be fine. Oh, this reminds me of when we started the podcast. Like we did exactly the same thing. Annoying people that we had in our favorite contacts, friends. Go listen to that, go listen to that. And uh, yeah, that was a painful process, I could say. And after that, you know, by the process, the flow, I think that we finally made it. Now we have a fan base, people are listening to us from all around the world. And I contrast that system and say that you will have also this fan base and you want it, you know, to painfully let anyone know that, you know, there is a new single, go check it out and post hundreds of times the same link because people will find you on to, you know, the recommendations on Spotify or Apple Music, things like that. Yes, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Fingers yes. crossed. Yes, I was... So we did talk about um, you playing guitar, but were there any other instruments uh, that you play that we don't know about or maybe you've always wanted to play or been interested in playing? Uh, I also play bass, um, but 
I'm trying to learn the keys as well, but just just that that is just for me being able to add more elements to my songs without needing the help of someone else, being like more creatively independent. Uh, I don't know. I would also like to learn how to play the mandolin and all that. But oh wow! Yeah, because I don't know. I think it would be a nice addition to some songs. Yeah, those are all very, those are like pretty different instruments, but like they could all add like really unique um, elements to your songs if you decided to play. I, I've been, I feel so bad about myself because my mom put me in piano lessons and I did not, when I was young, when I was like 10 years old, I did not take it serious. And now I wish I would have taken it serious because I use, I could use the piano so much um, because I do like inquire and stuff and musical theater, like be able to play my notes or whatever. So yeah, the piano is just a super valuable <laughs> key tool. But yeah, in music. I did especially. the same thing. <laughs> really? I started learning piano, but then it, I, I thought that it was too difficult. I was, I think, uh, uh, five grade back in primary school. And... Uh, I found it so, so difficult, and then uh, I gave up, and then uh, my relationship with music wasn't, you know, the best. I didn't want to learn any other instruments, and this is where I found, you know, a choir uh, very close to my home, and I went there, tried that, and the maestro told me that I have a very, you know, different voice, which could be like, it's not a bass voice, and after that, many, many interesting things happened to my life with this choir. Like, we, we were on television shows. Wow. We were on live performances. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that it was crazy. And I had to give that up in the end because I wanted to study abroad and couldn't move on to be a part of the choir while not being in Greece. I think that's the only thing... That I wish I could do also while I'm, you know, hundreds kilometers away. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's why I'm trying personally to find another way to express this thing. Like, you, Efro, gave me so much inspiration with your single that I contacted a friend with the same process, trying, you know, writing some songs, you know, playing guitar music, things like that. And said, why don't we try to do something together? Like, you'll be my coach. I want to participate in that. Even we are, you know, remote connected to that. Wow, wow that's so cool. You should definitely do that. Yeah, it's, that sounds great. Can't wait to hear that. Let's hope. Let's hope that it works. Yes, yes. Wow, Efro, you are bringing music back for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Provisalis, his choir boy dreams. That is so crazy. Because um, <laughs> when you said that, when you were like, oh, my choir did cool stuff, I thought you were going to be like, oh, we took like a trip. And you're like, no, we were like on TV and everything. But anyway, back to Ephraim. Um, what, like, what are some of your plans for the future? Like, um, do you have any plans to do like a live event or anything like that? I know it's just one single, but maybe an album in production or something like that? Hmm, okay, so I'm trying to work out a timeline of what like I have to do like to keep like organized myself 
uh, that's another struggle of being an yeah. independent artist, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get together like some musicians to help me bring my songs live. Like, as, like right now in Berlin, play some open mics, maybe some uni gigs and all that. But other than right. that, I also have a few more songs ready. But I'm trying to like figure out when will be the next release and all that. But no albums yet, just a few more singles. And speaking of where, um, I know we mentioned Spotify, but where can people uh, listen to your music? I gotta mention that. I think everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Like Apple Music, YouTube as well, Tidal. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> okay, we'll put them in. I found it on Apple Music. It was much easier, I think, because I don't have Spotify Premium, so I couldn't directly play the song, you know? So all the other uh, options were more able to let me listen to that straight away. Yeah, yeah. The, I think I have a link tree in my bio where it's every all the streaming platforms. Some I didn't know they exist, but they do. We will include this link in the description below. Great. So, is there any new single coming out, I don't know, soon, in a couple of months, in a year? Oh, soon, soon. I would say around a month, maybe, maybe less, maybe just a bit more. But I want to be consistent and not like keep people waiting because I have just released one song. But people want like a more complete artist, I think. And like even just booking agents, publishers, all that want to hear like what else we got. So soon, soon more music. <laughs> that's great news. That's great news. Well, thank you so much, Efro, for coming on the show. It was great to talk to you a little bit more um, about uh, your music production and kind of your journey about being an independent artist. Well, guys, that is the end of the episode. We had an amazing conversation with Efro. The single is available on all streaming platforms. Uh, and remember, we're going to put that little link in the bio to show where it's available. Um, don't forget to give us a review down below. You can follow up with all of our episodes and much more content at the Changemaker Z app. And it also includes articles from our friends at Thread.com, a Jenks Oz company. Until next time, don't forget to keep changing the world. Bye. guys for listening we hope you enjoyed the conversation we had such a great time make sure to leave us a review if you want more changemakers content you can follow us on instagram at gen zers to rise and on facebook at changemaker z Please, you want-